ओम we saw yesterday and how anything that is considered kshillaka of no consequence actually is quite mahan in terms of its effects so really these categories are there for them to really break down and, uh, and then we uh, you know and then we also saw the, the various meanings of Mahan in terms of wisdom, somebody, or inter, or if you take it in terms of uh, insentient things like mountain, ocean, etc., um, or if you take it in terms of great people, saintly people, wise people, so many many uh, things are there, many many ways you can look at that. And then the second word, uh, uh, so moving forward from that, Mahadvihakshilakebhyascha. Namo Namo Rathibhyo Arathebhyascha. That A is elided. You know, to, it's, otherwise, it looks like Rathibhyo Rathebhyascha. It looks like a repetition. It is not. Yeah. Arathebhyaha, you know, meaning Rathibhyaha means people of means, wielders of chariots. Who are they? You know, Landlords and uh, owners of big, big armies, kings travel in chariots, and uh, kingly people travel, you know, like uh, the retinue of the king. And in every uh, battlefield, the, the topmost people, all the kings who are allies of what? of the king that is fighting the battle, they all have their rathas. This akshauhini is 
means the what is what is that how does it translate akshauhini uh some kind of a battlefield unit uh so each one was headed by a rathin so there were many uh what is that Ka- uh, no not just uh, all the unit so each unit comprises cavalry infantry and uh, some other you know all these things and then at the head of it would be some you know, some person with a chariot and then we also see in uh, early uh, what is that in uh, early modern england before the cars and all came all the landlords and the ladies and lords were traveling by chariot ah and the more elaborate the chariot and coat of arms it says insignia of status pratibhya ah. and then of course it's all a question of contrast and resolving the contrast in the mind and then for every person with a ratha there are 100 people without ratha simple yeah very simple reading yeah it's not uh, any uh, different at all so for every person with a ratha there are 100 people with no rathas so arathe bhyascha and uh, so this ratha no ratha you know is like haves and have nots both are of which are what incarnations of bhagavan manifestations of bhagavan so does bhagavan does it mean that the lord has created a class uh, you know class society does it mean that the lord has created all these distinctions you know what will bhagavan say no where does he say that bhagavad gita which chapter fourth chapter where exactly chaturvarnyam maya srishtam gunakarma vibhagashah so these varnas these categories after all are attributed to me maya srishtam they were created by me oh no that's terrible how could you be so partial how could you do this to us read the fine print which is in the next line tasya kartaram api maam vidya kartaram avyayam yes everything is a creation of me so you can take that this is also a create by creation why is it my creation that some people have and some people don't have because it's partly one of the things that are there, that is in in uh, in process is people abusing their free will people being greedy people being possessive people being grabby they grab on to things so because they have free will you know what is free will meant for to be plotted that's what they are doing <laughs> to be abused why kar rahe hain ye log this is not that a, this is a no brainer you know so if there is free will people will abuse it and this is what they are doing so yes who gave free will okay you can attribute that to me yeah and so because of the abuse of free will some people are taking away everything from uh, you know and leaving certain people on the streets without any means 1% you know they have studied this 
1% of the population is enjoying three quarters of the world's resources. Whether you talk of natural resources, like water, etc., mineral resources, everything, financial resources, wealth, etc. So don't ask, you know, they are not giving away Lakshmi, how come Lakshmi is with them? Just wait and watch, yeah. And we say, wait and watch even till next birth. Which brings me to the next point, which is, which is the fact that so half of the problem is because of the abuse of free will. And the abuse of free will does not go uncorrected. It is corrected either in this lifetime or another lifetime. So part of the, uh, you know, like some, you know, or some people's uh, karma, like the, the, the karmic trajectory, like uh, some person told me this in India, and they said that, you know, I have, my whole family has a karma of being stolen from. And they have, their house has been robbed like some crazy amount of time, 11, 12 times. And they have tried changing the house, they have tried changing the city. Wherever they go, the robbers only like their house. <laughs> they will not steal from the left-hand side neighbor, nor the right-hand side neighbor, nor the neighbor in front, nor the person in the back, only their house. Now this is too much of a coincidence. Now, how can it be? What is it? What is, you know, and they are not very flashy people, they are ordinary people. But somehow their house is vandalized, targeted, stolen from. And uh, you know, only electronics are stolen, no matter, even if they leave gold and silver lying around, only, you know, TV and computer is taken. 11, 12 times this has happened. So then, uh, you know, what does this show? That there is a karma there, yes. So they have, perhaps in some other lifetime, you know, there was some electronic swindling and this they have to give it back somehow. So these are the two ways in which Bhagavan ensures that, you know, you know that, the, uh, no, not ensures, Bhagavan can be said to be, credited to be the, the, the one who is, uh, you know, the presider over of, of all these uh, categories, hierarchies, not categories, that's the word I wanted, hierarchies in the, in the society. This is what he says in this verse in the Bhagavad Gita. But I thought we were studying Rudram. Yes, we are. Don't worry. So, Chaturvarnyam Maya Srishtam. Yes, you can say that I have, you know, you can attribute the creation of all hierarchies in society, starting with a fourfold classification in the Indian context to me. According to Guna, you know, predilections of people and according to the, you know, the kind of work they do, occupation and temperament. Again, you know, he doesn't say it's due to birth. No. Occupation and temperament. And then what? Then he says, Tasya kartaram apimam vidhi akartaram avyayam. Vidhi means what? No me to be, no me to be the author of this and at the same time not be the author of this. Oh. This is what the whole thing is. 
how can you know this is very easy of bhagwan to wash his hands off <laughs> you know and he continues to do that shamelessly in the 10th chapter of the bhagavad gita where he says everything that is wonderful is my vibhuti then what about all the things that are not wonderful that's your problem <laughs> that has come from you <laughs> you know and this comes becomes very dangerously close to to the you know to certain philosophies like one philosophy that comes from uh, you know like the mainstream philosophy but even the the zoroastrian parsi philosophies like that they have a uh, name for god ahura you know i i really think it must be aghora and it is a apabhramsha of that <laughs> so this ahura what does this ahura do ahura is everything that is good everything that is bad is something else then you see we are dangerously close to bringing another entity you know whether it is evil or evil with a d in front of it yeah devil doesn't matter so we are dangerously close to bringing another entity to describe or to uh, ascribe to it all the bad things in the universe but this leaves us with a very dangerous dvaita and then why is it a dangerous dvaita i mean is there a non dangerous dvaita <laughs> compared to this well you know this is particularly dangerous this rendition because if you say everything good only comes from bhagavan and the bad comes from some other entity and in the world tell me does the good predominate or the bad everybody will say the bad only seems to predominate and where does that leave us that leave us being overpowered by the so called evil or bad things which means what so bhagavan is overpowered by yeah some other entity gabhavan you know and then <laughs> so where is so we have a very important problem anantyahani so anantyam is not there limitless we cannot say bhagwan is limitless because bhagwan if it's only good then is limited by everything so called bad so the good and bad division uh, like uh, described here what is that rathebhya arathibhya uh, so this is all in our minds the social distinctions are there that's what bhagwan wants to say that there are social distinctions but the fact that we attribute good to one and bad to another that is a social construct from the standpoint of the collective you know mind here in the society this is good this is bad this is wanted this is unwanted that's why bhagwan says yes the hierarchies of course everything if everything is attributed to me the hierarchies are also me you cannot bring in some other uh, person or some other entity to what uh, to account for those hierarchies but at the same time you cannot stick me with the you know put me in jail for being the creator of these hierarchies so i didn't create them i merely i merely the law that 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 fructifies in the form of what karma phala and in the form of the free will so if the free will is given the free will is like a free wheel yeah ferrari without brakes yeah then you know 
in few seconds it accelerates from 0 to 140 so then imagine such a car without brakes you know it will go and it will just crash this is where the whole thing is headed so this whole idea of have and have not in our minds is being dismantled here so that we don't get caught up in uh, in uh, what is that called in uh, in people uh, in in haves and have nots and one is good and one is bad and then why did bhagwan create have nots why i don't have and you know this becomes a big deterrent to the study really speaking terrible deterrent because what we are doing is is a big disservice because we are stuck in the categories so this is just a brain massage through these words which are going to come starting with this you know mahabhyah kshulakebhya all the opposites are a brain massage to get rid of these categories in the mind because as long as they are categories you are not able to appreciate the whole and you are not able to reclaim the whole as the truth of yourself okay so that is what it is uh, so the haves have nots and all these social categories and these kinds of categories are you know are talked about and then what rathebhyo rathapatibhyascha vo namaha am i correct is that the next one yeah i just opened something and that's what was there yeah <laughs> so uh, now another important category even though it looks repetitive it is not because we have already you know uh, uh, seen the distinction between the people who have rathas people who don't have rathas again it is repeating no here what is being talked about is a, 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 what is being dismantled is a very important category what is that the category between the sentient and the insentient what is ratha ah uh, thank god everybody is awake <laughs> otherwise i would be having doubt who what is really insentient <laughs> so yeah ratha is insentient correct it is acted upon it is built it has wheels it is jada jada vastu and then rathapati the one who is sitting in the ratha and uh, you know holding the what is that called pragraham the, the race yes and uh, driving the horses uh, is that person sentient or insentient sentient chetan ah. so this uh, you know jada chetana yoho this uh, what is that bheda that has to go in our minds because it's very easy to see the world as a as this is a very uh, kind of a, uh, you know well entrenched distinction certain things are insentient and thank god because if the mic had a mind of its own if it had a human mind then we would all be in trouble microphone will say why should i be your voice i also have things to tell i also have thoughts i want to share and suppose it uh, stop broadcasting the person's voice and let's say it's a big function some inauguration of some big function is there 
and the chief guest comes chief guest is she or he is standing before the mic and suddenly the mic you know mic starts to speak chief guest's voice is not even heard the mic says you know hello glad to meet you my name is michael mike for short <laughs> and all this time i have been silenced and now finally i have decided to have a voice what this fellow has to say is inconsequential listen to me first thank god that doesn't happen and thank god you know after prajapatya khichra you take the spoon to your mouth spoon says i am also hungry and eats off the food <laughs> <laughs> then where are you going to go ah so thank god certain things are insentient and the chair which we sit you know what do you mean i am you know i am being sat upon every day this is ridiculous and besides by the way you have gained weight the chair is telling you know <laughs> and and then it is making creaking and groaning sounds human groaning sounds okay not the regular creaking sound that the chair makes if it starts to do like that it's very disconcerting because you don't know what to interact with and what not to interact with you know this this becomes a big problem so that's why it is it is it is good for the for you know this jada chetana uh, this bheda this distinction actually helps us lead our lives uh, without needing to check ourselves into an asylum yeah because we, we feel crazy if everything starts to talk to us yeah and the tv remote says no no i want to see this channel forget you know forget your uh, indian channels i want to see this and it will put on that only no matter what you press these things don't happen thank god and uh, therefore this is a convenient way to live the life from the standpoint of the vyavaharika satta from the standpoint of the everyday empirical reality from the standpoint of the transactional reality we are very grateful that this distinction exists however at the level of the paramarthikam you know this distinction doesn't exist oh you mean jada and chetana are one yes correct tasmadva etasmad atmanah akashas sambhutah akashad vayu vayoragni agnerapah जड़ा वस्तु जड वस्तु कॉल्ड आकाशा हैज यू नो संभूत है संभूत मीन्स क्रिएटेड मैजिकली यू नो लाइक दिस आकाशा वायु एंड ऑल दिस फ्रॉम द फ्रॉम द मोस्ट सटिल टू द मोस्ट ग्रोस एलिमेंट ऑल इनसेंशियट पृथ्वी ऑल्सो इनसेंशियट एंड देन वॉट देन फ्रॉम द पृथ्वी ट्रीज प्लांट्स ओषधि हैव कम sentient you see what i'm saying 
This is very, very interesting. And there's a long discussion here uh, in the Bhashya, in this portion of the Upanishad, and also in the uh, in the Muntaka Upanishad. Yathorna nabhi srijate grindhatecha Yatha prithivya moshadhaya sambhavanti Same thing. The prithivya and oshadhi. Yathorna, yathorna nabhi srijate grindhatecha Yatha prithivya moshadhaya sambhavanti Yatha sharirat Keshalo, Yatha Purushat, Keshalo Mani. So, and then the first example is Urna Nabhi, the one that carries a ball of wool in its navel. <laughs> How, what is this? Huh? Spider. Ah, it comes down like that, it has its own thread. And then when you go like this to touch it, it uh, retracts the thread. That is the example. That it pro projects the thread, it withdraws its own thread. The material, that woolly material, fine woolly material with which that web is made. But before it makes the web, it uses it as a trapeze artist. It comes down and goes up on that. Srijate. It uh, creates the, the, the thread and walks uh, with the help of the thread, it gets down from its place. Then it sees you looking at it, it gets scared and then it goes up again. Grindhate, it withdraws the thread, correct? So, this is an example how out of the sentient, which is what? Which is sentient here, Urnanabhi or the thread? Thread, huh? Spider. So, out of the sentient spider, the insentient thread has come and you know, like this, this is one thing too, because this is just a, a, a mind bender. Distinctions are all gone after reading this. Then, yatha prithivyam oshadhaya sambhavanti. So, from the jada, jada vastu called prithivi, earth, what comes? All the sentient plants come. How? Nobody knows. Very interesting. So the first one is what? The out of the sentient, the insentient comes and the sentient controls the projection and the withdrawal of all the, the that insentient you know product. Then the second one is an opposite example. The out of the insentient, the sentient has come. And then Yatha Purushat Keshalomani, you know, like this Nakashika you know, the hair and the, you know, nails also by uh, by interpolation, even though nails are not mentioned. So, uh, you know, hairs on the hand and legs, hairs on the head, all these things. And then hairs, you know, uh, sorry, the nails. And, you know, we have a very strange connection with these hairs and nails. Yeah. So, this is, I have never understood that, but this is very rampant in the the Indian culture. Swasthane vishishyante, you know. Certain things give shobha only in their places. Swasthane vishishyante. In their places they look wonderful. What? Raja. So the Raja is revered in his kingdom. Correct? 
and uh, why because he is the big big dude in in his kingdom everybody comes and does you know namaskar from the dwarapalaka onwards in starting with the sentry to his own children everyone is doing namaskar and jai jai kar whenever he comes in the room and everything raja dhiraj maharaj so and so padhar rahe hain and you know this big thing will happen all drum roll shehnai every day we only have uh, this uh, shehnai or nadaswaram for marriages but here they have every day he should just walk into the room the drums and the all the instruments start beating and uh, you know play so in his own kingdom but let him go to the neighboring kingdom nobody will recognize him in fact they will send him out and prasthane vishishyate so raja and then nakaha the uh, names as long as they are at the end of your fingers then you can do all kinds of things to them you can take them to what is that to manicure <laughs> pedicure and then they will, you know they will paint it all different one one week one one color and then you can you know you can make sure that at the next potluck one is admired how you just have to keep on using your hands you have to just keep on doing this. Did you see this? Did you see that? Did you go get more practice? And the people are confused. I didn't. I didn't think that you were a Bharatnatyam dancer. You seem to be having a lot of moves. So, but then this is all wonderful. Nakaha at the end of your fingers. Wow, very nice. And this is what a nartaki does. The dancer does this all kinds of things. She's got all kinds of, you know, we we didn't have nail polish like we did, but we had some uh, henna. Uh, what is that called? Mehendi and some uh, something, some other red powder that they would put on the fingers, and they and the dancer would dance all kinds of things, and they would admire. And let's say after the dance performance, the same dancer, you know. cut off those nails and put them there oh nobody will touch it with a 10 foot pole it is uh, you know seen as a storehouse of germs and horrible things same thing with shikha hair the hair on the head yes you can do all kinds of things you know can color it green and be a moving tree and you can uh, you know you can you can and the if you are if you are born with straight hair of course nobody likes their hair so if you because it becomes a hair raising issue if you are born with straight hair what do you do you immediately get it curled and the opposite of i first i this i knew because you know i have so many people i've seen you know curly hair and everything and I didn't know better, so I would think it, that is how they are born with. That they would, you know, in the moment of candid, uh, you know, more candid moment, they would say, "No, no, no, I'm curling it." So okay, fine, you know. So I thought, okay, it is curled. Then, you know, I I knew a person with naturally curly hair. Ah, and then you know, this was in DC, and then one day she came after six months. She had not come. You know, she came to see me, 
And then uh, with her husband, and then I couldn't recognize her for a minute. I said, she looks so familiar. Who is this? I was, had a, almost an embarrassing moment because I said, who is this person? So familiar, who is this? Then I understood, ah, this shikha is equal to that shikha. And, and uh, straightened. I said, what happened? No, I was sick of my hair. This is what it is. I mean, this all, all this discussion you can have if you have hair. If you don't have hair, it doesn't matter. You are a true vairagi. Yeah. If one doesn't have hair, you know, one can move very, what should I say, with total dispassion in the shampoo aisles of the grocery shop and in the hair care aisles. Because says, oh, ah. Even need all these things. I'm beyond all these things. So you see, <laughs> so the Motakopanishad does this because it gives the example of uh, you know Kesha, etc., so that it brings it home that even as the person is sentient, you know, the insentient things are growing out of the sentient person and being maintained. That's why. You don't need a muhurtam to cut your nails. You don't need to, you know, have anesthesia to go for a haircut. Because it doesn't hurt. Why? Because it's insentient. But the same hair you try to pull, you go, oh, because it is connected to that which is the head, which hopefully is sentient. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is, this is totally to bend our minds. That from the sentient, the insentient can come. And from the insentient, the sentient can come. Why? Because in our minds, we have this distinction. But from the standpoint of the Paramarthika Satta, from the standpoint of the absolute reality, this uh, distinction does not exist at all. Because everything is Brahman. So, in other words, the earth, the insentient earth, so that so-called insentient earth does not give rise to sentient plants and vegetation. What gives rise to sentient plants and vegetation? Brahman. That's the whole thing. You have to remember that. So, whichever way, see, way we see from the insentient, the sentient came. Similar or from the sentient, the insentient came. You ask a person, okay. Please grow some hair. They are not able to oblige, obviously. Yeah. That's why there is a condition called bald, meaning I can't grow the hair. I can't grow the nail. I'm not in charge. It is happening because it is all, you know, controlled or uh, by that sentient consciousness, you know, along with the creative Shakti called Bhagavan. So therefore, this Sentient, insentient is only, this distinction is only applicable at the level of the manifest reality. That's why we have in the Hindu tradition, how to understand this? That's why we deify everything in the Hindu tradition and when you deify it, the distinction between sentient and insentient drops. Bhūdevi, you have deified earth. Earth is no longer an insentient piece on which you are trying to grow something and harvest it and cut it. She has become a sacred being. 
ಭೂಮಿ ಭೂಮಿ ದೇವಿ ಭೂದೇವಿ ವೆರಿ ಬ್ಯೂಟಿಫುಲ್ ಭೂ ಸೂಕ್ತ ವಿ ಶುಡ್ ಸ್ಟಡಿ ಸಮ್ ಟೈಮ್ ವೆರಿ ವೆರಿ ನೈಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸೊ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಯು ನೋ ಸೊ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಭೂದೇವಿ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ವಾಯು ವಾಯುದೇವತಾ ಅಗ್ನಿದೇವತಾ ಸ್ಪೇಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಇಸ್ ಅ ದೇವತಾ ಟೈಮ್ ಇಸ್ ಅ ದೇವತಾ ದಟ್ಸ್ ವೈ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಎ ಡೈಟಿ ಕಾಲ್ಡ್ ಕಾಲ ಭೈರವ ಅಂಡ್ ಇನ್ ಚಿದಂಬರಂ ಸ್ಪೇಸ್ ಇಸ್ ವರ್ಷಿಪ್ಡ್ ದಟ್ಸ್ ವೈ ದೇರ್ ಇಸ್ ಅ ನೈಲಾನ್ ಥ್ರೆಡ್ ವಿತ್ ಅ ಹ್ಯಾಂಗಿಂಗ್ ಮಾಲ ವಿಚ್ ಇಸ್ ಚೇಂಜ್ಡ್ ಎವ್ರಿ ಡೇ ಫ್ರೆಶ್ ಹ್ಯಾಂಗಿಂಗ್ ಮಾಲ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ದಟ್ಸ್ ದ ಬೆಸ್ಟ್ ಸಿಮ್ಯುಲೇಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ಗಾರ್ಲಿಂಗ್ ಸ್ಪೇಸ್ how do you garland space how many how much garland will you need so symbolically you garland a portion of space and you say this is what it is akasha tatva is worshiped as a devata and that's why we have this whole you know this this is what this is amazing really really amazing so that is what is being illustrated in the you know ratha and rathapati so from the our standpoint ratha is insentient rathapati is sentient but from the standpoint of the paramarthikam it is all you know coming from brahman rathapati satchidananda ratha is also satchidananda then what's the difference if both are satchidananda then how come the rathapati sits on the ratha and you know tightens the wheel and takes uh, the horses and moves it forward etc etc how come because it has this uh, uh, saukshmya is not there this what we call subtle body sukshma sharira is not there sukshma shariram the subtle body is not there in insentient things that's why they don't take over the world yeah even though there is a dystopia dystopia means a, a bad uh, sci-fi story so there is a dystopia of all these insentient things revolting and taking over and there the, some fear is there in the scientific community because they keep move, making movies like this and then there are they are having discussion ai what is ai artificial, artificial intelligence will will take over human intelligence then we will be left saying i i yo that's what it is so then we will what the whole thing is and so this ai they are afraid of will robots control us you know this is some kind of a dystopia of all the insentient things rising in rebellion but this can this dystopia is only coming from the western post enlightenment perspective it can never come from the hindu perspective we don't have that fear at all why for two reasons we worship the rathapati we worship the ratha both at the same time through this uh, mantra worship means not an individual rathapati the concept of a sentient being and an insentient being we both are worshipful and number two we know that the insentient things are not blessed with a sukshma sharira sukshma sharira subtle body and the subtle body is always in keeping with the gross body you will never find a frog mind in a human being very inconvenient 
he makes such a person a ceo and he's always jumping around you know yeah <laughs> from one side of the table because he thinks each thing is a lily pad and so he will jump up and he will insist on not coming to any meeting unless there are flying insects around why because he can go like that you know and grab it so he'll invite all the people to a breakfast meeting his idea of a breakfast meeting is what have some you know locusts grasshoppers and all flying around this is what the you know hello people enjoy this is the tropical cuisine <laughs> you know tropical insects no human body will always have a human mind even though the person once in a while may jump around and behave like a frog you cannot you cannot uh, fault them you know and then you'll go to exotic countries and eat uh, what is that uh, cockroach porial and all these things you know <laughs> cockroach curry and uh, you know that you cannot blame them because this is you know vasada from previous janmas ah that's why such people such foods become attractive yeah because previously frog frog birth frog life and so of all the things you know this locust chips attract why because that is what was the staple diet in the last life could be you know one possible explanation yeah all this i saw in beijing I, I unforgettable really and uh, if you want to really be inspired to do prajapatya krichra go to beijing yeah. <laughs> you will come back with total vairagya and you will not want to eat food for 3 days at least baby krichra is assured after coming back guaranteed even the most die hard foodie will be just you know off put by what you see there and it was my prarabdha to stay there for 3 weeks <laughs> yeah see what you did see what you did before yeah yeah so but like yudhishthira who saw duryodhana enjoying and was crying i only had to see from a distance thank you so <laughs> so some small karma got exhausted adhati so you you know you you had to go like this and i never even went to a restaurant it was all within this conference the women's un women's conference i went there as an organizer so that's why and i took about uh, you know i was a part of a delegation that took about 350 rural women yeah it was fantastic because i never sat in a plane before yeah it was very nice and they had didn't know what to expect and then when they started uh, you know they, everybody was made to put on the seat but i'm digressing but it's fun so uh, <laughs> and uh, they were made to put on the seat belt and they uh, you know had those little screens and on that the safety movie they show one safety movie so the safety movie started to play and uh, and then they thought they were in a movie theater poor things they didn't know and they were all asking why is the screen so small because when we go to a movie the screen is very big here you pay so much money and the screen is so small 
I said, you're not here for the, uh, the screen, because this is just going to take off. Then we had a stop. We went from New Delhi, we had a stop. Before Beijing, we had a stop in Thailand. And about 50 of those 350 women, uh, we went in two planes, because it was, you know, most of we couldn't get all seat in one plane. So in two planes, side by side or different, at least the plane that I was in came first, landed in Bangkok. And in Bangkok, about 51 were activists, anti-alcoholic activists. So when they got down, they saw all alcohol, these things, shops. Because this is all duty-free. People die to go there and buy alcohol. And they said, come on, sisters, bring out our clubs. <laughs> we are going to beat up and destroy the alcohol shops. It was very difficult to restrain them, very, very difficult. So then they had built one city right next to Beijing. In, uh, they had built one city, you know, just like they have for Olympics. Because there were 50,000 women. It was just amazing number of women, at least. And so they had built a whole city with apartments for us. Very, very nice. And then, uh, you know, and then so in that city, the conference had organized various uh, booths or like little uh, canteens. It was not, they were not restaurants, they were canteens officially for the conference goers. And this is where all these sites greeted me. So then I said, okay, I'll go to the far one on that side. Same story. After two or three times, I just said, I just used to go in with the eyes closed. There was only one vegetarian dish, katrika. This is only eggplant and rice. Because if you pointed the cabbage and the rice, they would say, no, 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 the cabbage comes with a cow. We don't know how to make it without the cow. When you point to the carrot, no, 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 the, the carrot comes with a two-legged vipal. Vipal, what is that? Chicken. And so only we, we know how to cook. They would show, if I showed the picture of cabbage, they would show the picture of the cow. And if I showed the picture of carrot, they would show the picture of chicken. And the appetizers were all, always ready. And you could not bear to look at them. This is what the whole thing is. And so then I, then I would say, okay, then I would you know, look in the picture cards and show them some, uh, you know, whatever it is. I, whether it is some greens. If I showed greens, they would show fish. And so it, like this, then finally the only thing was if I showed eggplants, they would be very happy. And then they would show the picture of one uh, rice and tofu. That's the only thing I, I could have for three weeks. Only thing. After that, I had vairagya from eggplant for many months. <laughs> So these kinds of, you know, these insects and all these things which, uh, which people are, uh, you know, eating are why, because some, in some life, lifetime, they were either fish or whatever, bird or frogs that fed upon this. And so that there is a leftover of that buddhi. But really speaking, what is there? There is no distinction between, you know, the, 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 there, is, there is complete coordination between the, the Sukshma Shariram and the Sthula Sharira. You will never have a frog mind in a human body. You will never have a human mind in a frog body. That is even worse. 
because the frog body with a back hi, legs hind legs which are longer are meant to jump and here with a human mind the fellow says i think i'll sit and meditate <laughs> not possible ha ah, because the alligator nearby is also meditating let's not forget ha ah. so this human being in the frog's body is is doing om namah shivaya the alligator is also meditating the alligator is meditating upon the frog Ah. <laughs> and the water snake is also meditating upon the frog so this cannot happen so the frog cannot be meditating the frog has to be looking around and you know seeing ah there is a predator there is a predator i'm off it has to jump so like this you know the the sthula sharira and the sukshma sharira are infallibly aligned and and even when sometimes people feel that i am in the wrong body i am trapped in a man's body but actually i am a woman people feel like that it is called the transgender uh, state and even then it is infallible because it's a particular karma to have that particular experience of discomfort and not belonging within one's own body very sad but it's a certain karma difficult karma and uh, so so therefore this sukshma shariram is the distinguishing factor between the the what is it called jada insentient and the sentient so jada and chetana and so therefore what this sukshma shariram is also brahma sthula shariram brahma and so when when we are understanding this then we can say everything is satchidananda rock is also satchidananda yeah and uh, only thing it cannot say i rock that's all it cannot it cannot say that otherwise it is also sachidananda you are also such you the viewer of the rock the seer of the rock is also sachidananda so the seer seen distinction even though it's valuable for the assimilation of vedanta from the standpoint of the uh, you know from the standpoint of that knowledge there is no distinction at all so here both are equally worshipful the status of being sitting on the ratha looking around looking down upon everyone enjoying this and the status of being a ratha and then what what is the next one senanibhya ha senabhya hai senanibhya sena everybody knows sena means what armies so unto all the armies who sacrifice their lives for the just cause dharmic cause धर्मक्षेत्रे कुरुक्षेत्रे सेना and then namaha also to the senas who are on the side of duryodhana why because poor things for the sake of employment they have been conscripted and forced to do the wrong thing for the sake of money for the sake of feeding their children or for because they have been terrorized that's what duryodhana did he just terrorized the population and he went on a ride in this chariot before the war and literally picked up vendors from the street 
this army was comprised composed of all this you know just regular people walking on the street they you know this is that's when the forced draft conscription started to come state draft that is the first example mm. ah we just picked up people and uh, bust them from place to place and then uh, terrorize them killed off their you know children if they refused to come and did all kinds of horrible that's why is a terrorist the world's first terrorist is duryodhana so namahar to senas on both sides and senani is the one who controls the sena senanin and the senani also namaha same thing this it, it, this goes back to the other one we saw rathibhya arathebhyascha namaha so the ones having rathas not having rathas so here sena is under the senani so unto both of them namaha usually we will say oh there is an employer employed the employee distinction but here there is no distinction really because all of them are what rudra bhagava sena abhyasena nibhyascha and then kshatribhya sangrahi tribhyascha yeah so uh, you know this kshatribhya uh, is those that are a special kind of charioteers meaning they are like the gurus of other charioteers they they teach yeah like uh, you know how drona was a uh, what is that teacher of all people who are interested in archery so here if you want to know the moves how to like in a chariot race how to participate you go to you know such people you go to all these people and then they they teach you the moves so unto all of them you know shatrubhyo namaha unto all of them namaha why because they are teaching all the charioteers the teachers of how the charioteers are and then sangrahi hi pribhyasya the people who are the charioteers themselves who hold the reins and who are the shishyas of these gurus ah so here another very important distinction because you know in india guru there are many kinds of gurus ah and the word guru has made it to english dictionary also so all kinds of gurus are there and the dance gurus insist on being called gurus and the and uh, then there is what uh, veda guru vedanta guru dance guru cooking guru stock market guru yeah life guru life coach and uh, what is that charioteer guru so guru again is, is is has a very this thing and you know they will insist you know puchu swami ji went to one uh, this uh, person when he was very when he was a young boy uh, he had a person who was actually working in one of the uh, nearby coconut uh, palm tree coconut tree estate he was one of the people who could agilely climb the coconut tree and everything and his in his spare time he was a very celebrated uh, some kind of a martial art that was practiced we start with a k i don't know kalari ha kalari kalari yes so he was a master in that and uh, young swami ji thought let me also go and learn from him 
you know so you know everybody called him anna so he just said hey anna can you teach me this and the anna got very bristled it seems and anna said this is the way to ask for this sacred knowledge go take a bath put vibhuti bring a coconut bring guru dakshina then i will see if i'm going to teach you <laughs> suddenly you know bujhu swami you did not expect that he just thought oh because every day he was saying him and you know having or and he was in fact an employer employee on that estate but suddenly he, he was changed into guru bujhu swami was very impressed took a bath and <laughs> did exactly he, he got uh, tambula he got the palm leaves and he got dakshina and he got the coconut fell at his feet and said okay please teach me then he said then he looked at the coconut and the dakshina and was very happy and blessed him and said i will teach you so you see how the employer on the employee on the estate suddenly has switched roles that is the you know guru means it's got that kind of a uh, status and shishya means what oh the shishya considers you i am just a small little lowly being i am nothing and here that you know that bhagavan is is in the heart of the shishya and the heart of the guru through this little charioteer guru and charioteer shishya example and same thing happens for vedanta also we artificially make a distinction guru shishya and we artificially maintain that why so that we understand ishvaro gururatmeti murti bheda vibhagine vyomavadvyapta dehaya dakshina murtage namaha this is what it is unto that lord dakshina murti namaha who is this the one who cuts off all the distinctions between bhagavan guru shishya jeeva jagat ishvara everything and who reveals everything as one unto that teacher of his sacred knowledge namaha so we worship the guru in order to know that one is non separate from the guru and so that is the spirit in which it should be taken all right om purnamada purnamidam purnapurnamadachate ಪೂರ್ಣಸ್ಯಪೂರ್ಣಮಾಗಪೂರ್ಣಮೇವಾಶಿಷ್ಯಕೆ ಓಂ ಶಾಂತಿ ಶಾಂತಿ ಶಾ